And so we thank God for the churches. Amen. And we also thank God because as we are home in our sanctuaries, praise God, the actual sanctuary also become our small group. Amen. So there's a lot of small group study going on around in the body of Christ. Small group study, meaning that when we're together in our sanctuaries, praise God, the sanctuary of our home, I'm praying and believing that we're reading books and opening up the scripture, praise God, and spending some private time with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, yesterday, one of the pastors called and, and asked me, amen, and I asked how was, I asked him, how was he doing, praise God? And he said, I thank the Lord because I am still breathing. He said, I thank the Lord because I am still breathing. Hallelujah. And today, if we're still breathing, amen, just lift your hands and, and thank the Lord. Lift your hands and bless his name because we're still breathing. You're blessed. Our prayers go out this morning to the body of Christ in its entirety, amen, the entirety of the body of Christ, but with special interest on our national church today, we've lost 12 of our bishops across the nation, and our prayers go out to every family. We thank God, amen, for our residing bishop, and we thank God that this Friday there was 12 hours of prayer from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., praise God. Prayer was going on all across the nation, everywhere, and praise God, there are prayers, prayers, prayers. And I thank God for the prayers, because the Bible says the perfect effectual prayer of the righteousness of the of, of the, the perfect effectual prayer of the righteous availing much. Amen. So we are praying much, and we're looking for a whole lot of deliverance to come. Amen. And we were, I just say we put a put a praise right there because we're believing and, and trusting God for his deliverance to come. We're excited today. We praise God. We're believing God that everybody was able to, to get on as we're getting better at this screening process. Hopefully everything is well today. Our visibility today, praise God. Our audio today, prayerfully all that is good. Amen. I'm, re I'm reminded, amen, of some stats, praise God. And Friday afternoon, amen, it said more than uh, two million two hundred thousand sixty-one people across the nation in 185 countries and territories, resulting into over 150,940 deaths. And praise God, it's praying time. And I thank God for the ability to pray and knowing how to pray. I looked a little bit further, praise God, that usually I don't, uh, I'm not here in this, in this vein where I'm saying, but I believe God is going to bless us today. I'm expecting a word of healing, a word of deliverance, and a word that will break through. When we look at uh, New York City, we're talking about 223,699. New Jersey, 78,467. 
six, and that's not deaths, amen. That's people that have been affected, amen. So in the United States alone, all 50 states plus the District of Columbia have reported confirmed cases of COVID-19, tallying over 683,786 illnesses and at least 34,575 deaths. Amen. I thank God, amen, for being in the land of living. Thank God that we can lift our hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. There are times when God is silent, praise God, yet he speaks and through his purpose, he speaks through his purpose, amen, to his people. Sometimes God is beyond words. Sometimes human words are inadequate to express God. God at all times is the mover behind the movement. And I want to stop right there. There's a mover behind this movement. Even though COVID-19 and the numbers that I just gave you, praise God, there is, hallelujah, a movement <clears throat> behind the movement. Hallelujah. There's something going on. Hallelujah. There it goes. There's something going on, praise God, uh, behind the movement. God is the mover. And I say behind it because we have all of COVID-19 being pressed against us right now. And it's up to us to know that God is in the midst. Just like when, uh, when it's cloudy, praise God, the sun is behind the clouds. And every now and then, there's a break in the clouds and you still see the sunshine break through. Saying to the most high God, I just want you to know that God is the mover behind the movement. God is the essence of everything lovely and the substance of everything eternal. We have God. And because we have God, I'm inviting your attention today to Psalm 102 and verse 13. Psalm 102 and verse 13. It says, Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time uh, to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Amen. The set time is come. Psalm 102, verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. And for my thought today, God, amen, the mover behind the movement. The set time, the set time to favor her is come. When we look at Psalm 102, we can't just jump into that without looking at a little bit of what happened in 101st Psalm. David may have written the first Psalm, uh, not, not the first Psalm, David may have written Psalm 101 uh, during the time in his early reign, praise God. His early reign, as he began to set down the standards he wanted to follow. And that's what we see in Psalm 101, some standards, amen. He knew that he had to walk a blameless path. Like we know, we must walk a blameless path. He would need, David would need God's help. We can walk this blameless path if we avoid 
certain things. Amen. We can walk that blameless path, praise God, if, hallelujah, we have to avoid looking at wickedness. Amen. Because if we look at wickedness constantly, praise God, we're going to find ourselves in a place out of our blessed place. Uh, David said in Psalm 93 that uh, my foot will not slip. Amen. When I begin to look at the wicked. In other words, I can look at those who I'm perceiving and assuming that are wicked. And because my focus is on them, praise God, it may cause me to do, to compromise who I am in Christ Jesus. And what I'm saying is, it'll cause me to lower my standard. And thanks to the Most High God, we must not, as individuals, lower our standards, because there's a standard, amen, that, that we must hold, praise God. Uh, the body of Christ has a standard. The church has a standard, praise God. In our homes, we have standards, praise God. And we cannot compromise those standards because when we begin to let go and compromise, things begin to slip. And that's why I believe uh, he said, my fit. Asa said, Psalm 73, my fit, my feet, my foot will not slip. So we got to avoid looking at wickedness. Amen. Uh, we have to avoid evil associates. And sometimes if we have association with people and the Holy Ghost has let us know that we must sever those relationships, praise God. And if we don't sever those relationships, amen, we cause and find ourselves again being moved. And if we go on, slander, hallelujah, slander. Again, Psalm 101 is setting the standard as we're going into Psalm 102. Amen. Avoid evil associates. Avoid slander. Praise God. And avoid pride. Don't be so prideful in yourself that, huh, you get besides yourself. And we know that pride, amen, will cause you or I to fall. Nobody is above pride, amen. We must submit, amen, to God on a daily basis, amen. Surrender our will to him on a daily basis basis. And then thank to the most high God while avoiding the wrong things that I just mentioned. The most important thing, the standard, the most important thing, we must also let God's word show us the standards to live by. Hallelujah. The standards that I should live by is in God's word. Amen. The word of God must be my plumb line. And we know what a plumb line is. It helps us to be straight. It helps us to helps the carpenter. It helps the, the brick mason. It helps those in construction to make sure things are straight. Then it's balanced off by a balancer. Amen. Amen. The level of praise God. And we want to be there and God can help us to be there. And we begin to look at this, then go further into what we're talking about today. Uh, right now we're in close relationships and close Quarters, uh -huh. and in close relationships have great potential for conflict. Yes, close relationships have great potential for conflict. Our homes can be difficult places in which uh, we must behave wisely. Our families usually see us at our worst because we relax, amen, and let down 
mass of good behavior. Often we do not treat our family members with the same respect and kindness we show to friends and business associates. David must have understood this as he promised to walk within his house with a perfect heart. That's my pride today, to walk within my own house with a perfect and a clean heart. Submitting to God and realizing that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or even think, and I want God to work in me. Because we want to treat those who are close to us, hallelujah, well. Uh -huh. And while we're moving in, even into the message, let us pray, praise God. Pray that God will remind us to show him at home. Show them at home. And then show us that our lives will be Christian examples. That's what we want to do. And because we are safe at home, amen, that's what we need to do. Begin to show the best lives that we can. And even doing that, respect, levels of respect must take place at home. Everyone has to be, hallelujah, feel that they are noticed and they are appreciated. Hallelujah. We have to treat each other with respect. Amen. We cannot compartmentalize our ethics in doing so, praise God. We are accountable to God, both in our home life and also in our public responsibilities. So it goes both ways. We must not tolerate the slander, the proud, the deceitful, or the liar. Whenever we have an opportunity, we should stretch out the faithful. Amen. We should search out the faithful to take public responsibilities for our action. We have the freedom to go directly to God within our distress and within our time. Amen. We go directly to God now because that veil has been rent down from top to bottom. Our complaints, we can go to God. Even though the psalm says, I won't complain. God has provided us a secret closet where we can go in and have a one-on-one -on -one with the Lord. A secret place we can go in and have one-on-one -on -one with the Lord. We don't need to cover our real feelings or bring ourselves to a certain point of maturity first. No matter how we feel, we don't have to be ashamed uh, to turn to God. No matter what's going on, no matter how we feel, we don't need to be ashamed to go to God. Uh, and because of, of stress, because of trials, and because of traumatic things that are taking place in our lives, praise God, uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but, you know, a lot of things have replaced God. Yes, there's chemical imbalances that are in our lives, amen, in the church and everywhere. The church has been guilty of not really, amen, understanding chemical imbalances, and we have in times past demonized mental illness and chemical imbalances uh, just because it could not be cast out, praise God, because there was some deep, deep, deep centered trauma, amen, that took place, and for the most part, the treatment, hallelujah, 
the treatment, amen, was treating the symptoms, hallelujah, and not the issue. Hallelujah. We must go to the root of the issue, the trauma of the issue, and deal with it. And the only way God can have access to the trauma of our issues is that we give him permission to come in. So I've got to give God permission to come in and work on my heart. Amen. I've got to surrender my will and surrender my heart to God. When I surrender my will and surrender my heart to God, then God's going to come in. And uh, as we began to look at a cure for distress, amen, uh, this song represents that, a cure for distress, because God is living, eternal, unchanging. We can trust him to help us in this generation just like he helped people in generations past. There's nothing new under the sun. This is not new to God. God knows all about it. And when I trust God, amen, when I trust God and, and lean not to my own understanding and all my ways acknowledge him, God will direct my path and he will order my footsteps. i got to trust God in this thing. When we face sickness and when we face despair, not only our food, but our lives become tasteless. Have you ever had a meal, praise God, where the meal, amen, had no taste? It was a meal that you might have had, hallelujah, six months ago, a year ago. And, and, and you might have seen it in your mouth with been watering, praise God, and you prepared that meal, but it doesn't taste the same as it did before. Saying to the Most High God, we got to do something about that. The sickness and despair not only changes the taste of our food, amen, but things about our lives become tasteless. We don't want our lives to become tasteless. In these times, God alone is our comfort and our strength. In these times, in COVID-19, God alone is our comfort and our strength. Each and every one of us must go to God in prayer on a personal level just to get connected to Him. And when we connect to God, praise God, He will lead us and guide us and bring us to a place, a special place that each and every one has in God. I'm so thankful and so grateful to God that years ago, I thought about all the people in the world and all the creation, and God dropped in my spirit, and he showed me jerseys, praise God, jerseys, and each one of those jerseys had a number one on them, and I don't care who you are, and I don't care what's going on in your life, you have a jersey on, and God knows your number, and your number is number one, because God had no respect to person. God wants to heal. God wants to cure. God wants to deliver. But we got to trust Him. Somebody say, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Even when we are weak, hallelujah, too weak to fight. I don't know if you've ever been sick. I've ever been sick for a long time. Two or three weeks, been sick years and years and years ago. And it got to the point where I was really, I was really at my last leg. I know I wasn't dying. But oh my God, it was, I was so weak, I couldn't get up. Uh, one time I even got up and tried to go to the bathroom, and I fell, praise God. Nobody knew I had fallen because nobody was in the house at the time. I fell, and I began to cry out to the Lord. First, I had some real tears. What is going on with me? What is happening with me, praise God? And then the next thing I know, I began to cry out to the Lord. And I began to cry out to the Lord, and all of a sudden, there was strength coming in my body. And I was able to pull myself up off the 
floor and crawl into the bathroom and crawl into it and turn on the shower because I've been laying in that bed, praise God, for a while, amen. I've been laying in the sickness, y'all don't hear me. I was laying in the sickness, hallelujah, and sickness was all around me in the bed. And the Holy Ghost wanted me to get up, uh, and I thought I could get up, but I fell. And when I fell, crawled to the bathroom, turned on the shower, crawled in the shower, praise God. And I was kneeling in the shower, and before I know it, the Holy Ghost stood me up. Now I began to praise God in the shower. I even forgot about that testimony. Yeah? I forgot about that testimony until right now. And God, hallelujah, when we are too weak to fight, uh, we can lean on him. Thank you, Jesus. We can lean uh, on the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. The set time has come to favor us. Amen. It is often thought through our weakness that God's greatest strength is made available. Through our weakness, God's greatest strength, God's greatest power is available. Saint to the Most High God, when we are weak, God is strong. Saint to the Most High God, we confess our fault. We confess our sin. We confess our weakness. We confess our inadequacies. And then God stands up. Saint to the Most High God, God is waiting to stand up in my life. God is waiting to stand up in your life. God is waiting to stand up in the body of Christ. Saint to the Most High God, I just want to let you know today. That, that these birds, amen, in Psalm 102 and 6, uh, these birds are pictures of loneliness. Saints of the Most High God, don't be a picture of loneliness. Don't sit, hallelujah, and just breathe and brood over the troubled things. Uh, don't let negative things come and push you in a place, in a corner of negativity. Don't let the signs of the times cause you to be weary. Don't let the signs of the times put you in a place of discouragement. Don't let the signs of the time put you in a place where the enemy can deceive you. I want you to know that God is still able. God is still available. God is with us. He is with us. He promised to be with us. He promised never to leave us. Never to forsake us. Never to leave us alone. Well, we may need to be alone, and solitude may comfort us. We must be careful not to spawn or to reach those, hallelujah, out to us. We got to reach out, hallelujah. Don't take this chance of rejecting help and conversation. Saints of the Most High God, if you need some help, uh, sometimes you got to call on help. Uh, and we can't always look the man first. We got to first call on God. No matter what the situation is, no matter what the trials are, first we call on the name of Jesus. Suffering silently. 
Praise God, most of our veterans that are committing suicide, about 22, 21 every hour, what happens is they stop talking. They don't have communication with anybody. And thank the most high God, our late God, our rape, praise God, our rape, hallelujah, when we take it our lives, thank you, Jesus, our rate of suicide has gone up. And I don't know about you, but there's still heart attacks going on. There's still all kinds of sicknesses everywhere. But I want you to know that God is Of God and witnessing of His extraordinary movement. 
Usually history speaks after God moves. But saints of the Most High God, just want to remind you that the favor of God has come and he has a set time and the set time is here. History records, hallelujah, the time, the purpose, and the destiny. And I just want to remind you that those who God called, they are predestined to become. You are becoming something right now. I am becoming something right now. This nation is becoming something right now. Because God has predestined some things to happen. And God has a set time. Oh, y'all don't hear me. God has a set time. 